Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, welcome to the show. I'm glad you guys are able to tune in with us. Today being Good Friday, Easter's two days away, I wanted to uh, share this episode with you guys that that talks about Good Friday and, and leads up to Easter and what all the Easter uh, means to me. And I know that a lot of churches should be getting ready for uh, sunrise services. Um, and I'm sure all the kids are getting super excited about hunting Easter eggs and eating all the candy. And I'm sure that every adult is probably going to be exhausted at the end of the day. Um, especially looking forward to going back to work the next day. But I wanted to, to kind of talk about all this because we know that, that Good Friday celebrates the day that our Lord died for our sins on the cross. And I know that one point on the cross, he said, it's finished. He meant that God had accepted his work on the cross as the penalty of our sins. Christ death on our behalf is the reason God can, can can forgive us and still be just and his death teaches us that the depth that there should be in our forgiveness for one and another while the Holy Friday is tremendous it is only the prelude to Sunday morning when he has risen from the dead and the women who have come seen his tomb, but the angels made the glorious announcement that he has risen. His resurrection guarantees that we too will be raised if we are believers and obeyers of his word. It is amazing how we go from the Last Supper where Jesus announces his betrayal that the Son of Man is going to betray him and is sitting in the room, which we all know is Judas, for 30 pieces of silver. And then goes to the, the Garden of Gethsemane to pray to where Judas comes and betrays him with a kiss. And he's arrested and he is taken in front of the religious leaders. He's taken in front of um, Herod. And then he's ultimately placed in front of Pilate, where Pilate is forced by the people to, to take actions on this man named Jesus. And so there is a real criminal uh, locked up by the name of Barabbas. So he brings Jesus and Barabbas both out and asks the people who do they want to set free because that's what they did during their holidays, their religious uh, holiday, and they chose Barabbas. So the same people who followed Jesus throughout his ministry, who uh, praised him on Palm Sunday, who listened to his words are the same ones that are now turning their back on him. And so he is taken, he is stripped down, he is beaten. Um, they put a crown of thorns upon his head, and then they march him up um, Golgotha, which means the mountain of skulls, to where they nailed him to an old rugged cross and they put him between two thieves. And so now Jesus is now in between two thieves 
and that's where he ultimately dies. But Easter is a season of great gladness for those who know Christ. But for those who are without the light of knowledge of God's glory, there is, is nothing to rejoice over. Jesus left us with great hope and certainty that he was going to return and bring a new heaven and a new earth where we were told that there will be no more sorrows, troubles, or death for those who believe and follow him. There will be trouble and sorrow and suffering for those who have neglected or rejected him. As Christians, our greatest task is to obey the command to tell the whole world about Christ being crucified, buried, and raised again. My prayer for you during this season of this year is that we meditate in our Savior's great sacrifice for us on the cross, that you will be fulfilled with a peace and hope because he is risen, and that is the good news. Once Jesus was crucified, he was taken down because it the next day would be the Jewish uh, holy day, a Sabbath, and he could not be left upon the cross. So he was hastily taken down and not truly prepared for in the customs, and he was placed in the tomb. But as he told them in the beginning, if you tear down this temple, I will rebuild it in three days. He wasn't talking about bricks and mortars. He was talking about himself. And on the third day, when Mary Magdalene and the women came to the tomb to check, the stone was rolled away. And Jesus was not in there. His spirit just didn't leave a body. He was fully resurrected. He ascended to the right hand of the Father. And that's where he is today. And he came and he, and he spent some time, 40 days, the Bible says. He spent time with the disciples and, and ministered to them and prepared them to go out and spread his word. Because that's what Jesus wanted. He was going home to the Father, but he was preparing the disciples to go forth and to continue his work and to carry his message into a lost and dying world. And now, as I've... Uh, shared in other episodes when I talked about Peter and I talked about uh, Thomas and Peter not understanding what was going on especially during the Last Supper and wanting to go with Jesus at that particular time when Jesus told him that, that he was basically going home and Thomas not fully understanding. So when Jesus comes back to the disciples, now Thomas is standing there as an unbeliever because he couldn't understand or believe that the, that the Messiah, his teacher, the Lord Jesus Christ was standing in front of him, fully resurrected. And so Jesus had to reach out to him and say, touch, touch the holes in my hands for there are they not real. Touch the the piercing in my side and he basically had to let Thomas touch him and and that's where we get to walk by faith and not by sight because we have to truly believe I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ I've never seen him physically on a cross and walk and talk with him as a man I do talk with my Lord and Savior every day and I do have the ability to communicate with him through prayer but I didn't have that ability as the disciples did 
So I do trust by faith. I know that my Lord and Savior was crucified, buried, laid, and dead. And on the third day, he busted death, hell, and the grave. And he is at the right hand of the Father. And I do believe that Jesus saved my soul when I was younger. And I believe that Jesus called me into ministry, which allows me to come and bring and spread the word of God to you guys. This is what I believe. I believe in Easter because to me, Easter is my favorite time. And when we get back from our break, I'm going to share with you why Easter is my favorite time of the season. The Jesus in the Cup of Joe podcast would like to thank Artisans Woodwork for being a proud sponsor of this podcast. Artisan Woodwork is a locally owned small business that creates high quality cutting boards, cheese boards, and serving trays. So if you're in the market for a great gift for you, your friends, or your family, I ask you to contact Artisans Woodwork through Facebook at Artisans Woodwork 73. Okay, before the break, I shared with you guys um, about the Last Supper, the trials, the crucifixion, and the tomb being empty uh, of Jesus, and how all of these had certain um, importance to them. And I told you guys before the break that I would share why Easter is so important to me, because it, it serves as a beautiful reminder to me um, the day Jesus called me into his ministry. Now, what I'm about to share with you guys, I don't I don't feel like you guys will possibly believe everything that I'm about to say. Um it's it's kind of hard to to fathom what I'm about to say, but I promise you sitting here that that all this took place, especially um what God showed me. So it was Easter Sunday, we were going to sunrise service. And the pastor was was conducting services, and we we're getting ready to close to go outside to watch the sunrise. And the Lord been on my heart pretty much um, for a couple of days. And I really, I I I was trying to not to understand what He wanted. I, I thought He wanted me to do other things inside the church um, because I never considered myself a preacher. Um, because of the life that I lived. So we got down to getting ready to go outside. And the pastor stopped his, his message. And he said, church, somebody in in here needs to do or say something before we are dismissed. And um, I just sat there. I, I couldn't move. I couldn't get up. I couldn't do anything. And he time went by. And he finally said, okay, we'll go ahead and proceed outside. And when I stood up. I, I mumbled to myself, not today, Jesus, not today. And I walked outside, and I watched the sun come up, and we sang some more songs, and then we were dismissed. And all that day, um, on the way home, it was a beautiful sunrise, but on the way home, as as I was going home, I went to pull in, and um, there was this old oak tree that sat out in front of a house, and in front of this house, the way the sun was shining and coming through the leaves, um, at that moment, God showed me an empty tomb. I saw a tomb with a stone rolled to the side and 
sitting in my vehicle. This is what I'm seeing looking out the window as I pulled into this driveway because I stopped. I saw an empty tune. I saw white strips of cloth folded at the head and the tomb was empty. That's what I saw. And I didn't say nothing to anybody and I just drove on. It was a beautiful sight. If there was any way that I could have took a picture other than with my mind, I would have loved to. But then, all that day, no matter what I did, everything fell apart. And I finally went to see my pastor at his home, disturbing him on a on an Easter Sunday night. And he opened the door, and I told him, I said, I need to talk with you. I said, something's going on. And he said, come on in. And he brought me into his, his den or his study. And I remember talking with him and telling him that Lord's called me to do something. I guess it's to help more in Sunday school, or maybe it's help in other areas at church camp. Something, you know, because this was a small Baptist church at the time, something God had called me to do. And I needed to do it. And he just kind of leaned back in his chair and he said, okay. And uh, I remember repeating that one more time. And then I don't remember a whole lot afterwards. Except when I finally came to my senses or come to, as they said. um, I remember pronouncing that the Lord's called me to preach. And my pastor told me that I broke into it. To preaching right then and there inside of his study, um, preaching about John three sixteen and the way the only way to get to heaven is to Jesus, and I wanted to share that. I know that was a few minutes long, but I wanted to share that with you because that's what Easter means to me. Easter means not only did my Lord and Savior raise from the grave, but it is the day that I gave myself to to God and to follow His work and ministry. And that's what I'm trying to do today, whether it be through a podcast or whether it be through a blog or social media, is I want to be able to spread the word of God to each and every one of you into a lost and dying world because that's what Jesus has told me to do. Now, I'm not going to make no bones about it. I am a divorced preacher who is remarried to a godly woman to a woman I love dearly, who is as close to God as I've ever seen. But because I'm a divorced man, I have been uh, been asked not to come to, to churches or, or had doors closed. That's why I do this podcast and that's why I do the ministry the way I do it. Because I will not let the world shut me down from bringing the word of God to you guys. I know I'm probably digressing from the message of Jesus and and Easter, but I'm trying to explain what Easter means to me and why I am so passionate about Easter. Yes, I love other holidays, but this is why I love Easter. I love Easter because my Savior, your Savior, rose from the dead and couldn't be stopped the devil tried to stop him the world tried to stop him nobody could stop the lord jesus christ because he busted the doors wide open when the devil thought he had him he just kicked the doors down and said not today satan that's why easter is so important to me it's not has nothing to do with with easter baskets or easter eggs or candies or anything of that nature and i'm not 
taking nothing away from the way people celebrate. I'm just telling you, my my Easter and the reason I celebrate Easter is because of that cross and because of that tomb, because that tomb is empty. And I'm sure you can go over there to Israel today and still find that tomb empty. There's not a burial site anywhere with a headstone that says, here lies Jesus Christ. It doesn't happen. He is no longer there. So glory be to God in the highest and hallelujah that we serve a true and living God that has the Son, His Son sitting at the right hand that's making the intercessions that He has to make between us and God. Because without Jesus going to the to the cross and without the resurrection we would still be practicing back in the old testament ways of going to a priest which would go in the most holy of holy places behind all of these these curtains to do their their um their celebration to god and their their sacrifice but even the Bible says, when Jesus said, it is finished, for it, it is finished, he said that the veil was torn from top to bottom. It was torn from top to bottom. There was no more need to go behind a curtain to talk to God as a high priest. Because Jesus just made a way for every man, woman, and child to go to the Father and talk to them. That's what Easter means to me. That's what Easter should mean to you guys. Because we don't have to rely on one person. There isn't one preacher, pastor, pastor, or priest, or anything out there that has to make a, a, a way for us to get to Jesus. It's We are now have the ability to fall down upon our knees and call out to the Lord Jesus and be able to talk to him one-on-one. -on -one. That's what Easter means to me. That's what Easter should mean to you. So as I get ready to close, I just want to say this. Do you know Jesus as your Savior? If not, this can be the day. All you have to do is put your faith and your trust, shut your mind off and open your heart, and turn it over to the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's all you have to do. Believe that God raised him from the dead. Believe that Jesus went to the cross for you and I and to take on the world's sins and confess out of your mouth that you can be saved by the Lord Jesus Christ. It can happen today if you're willing to turn it over to him. Don't be a fool and ignore this opportunity. Don't be a fool and ignore the opportunity that you may get Sunday morning. Don't be that fool. Time to come and give it all over to Jesus because without him, you are nothing. Now, my last prayer is this. I pray that if you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your Savior, but you've gotten away from him, I pray today is the day that you come back and you help rebuild that relationship with, with the Father. Because Jesus has never left us. He would never leave us or forsake us. We always step away from him. So today is the day to come back to him. We're getting ready to wrap up our time here at Jesus and a Cup of Joe. And I want to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for tuning in and listening to this podcast today. I know it was a little lengthy. <laughs> I know I got a, got a little long-winded, but I wanted to thank you guys because I wanted to share that information and, and that testimony with you. My hope and prayer is that you have a blessed Easter, and I pray that you guys will be totally blessed 
And I pray that, that Jesus will bless you and your lives and your families. And I want to thank you guys once again for tuning in and listening to us. We look forward to being with you next time. And happy Easter.